Welcome to the Wolf of Queen Street podcast with Lawrence Lotz. Join Lawrence as he gets together with his friends from all over the world to discuss the latest trends, give some business insights, and add a little South African chaos into your lives. Don't forget to subscribe on Instagram at the Wolf of Queen Street and find us on all of your listening platforms, including iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Anchor, Google Podcasts, and much more. Hope you enjoy the show. Welcome back to the Wolf of Queen Street. Um, welcome back to the latest episode on YouTube and as well as an audio podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by the Dark Heart Grooming Company. Um, skincare for men, um, only using organic, honest, New Zealand native ingredients. And you can find them on Instagram on the Dark Heart Grooming Co. Next time you place an order, make sure you tell them the wolf sent you. But today I'm joined by Josh Luthait. And I hope, Josh, I apologize if I pronounced it incorrect. <laughs> I had to make sure in that interesting last name. I actually met Josh um, about a month, it would have been more than a month, at the Gareth Edwards tie flipping event. Yeah. And yeah. I, he was sitting there standing. I was one of the other people. I didn't know too many people. And I ran up, went up to Josh, yeah. introduced myself, and I said, Hey, I'm me. Who are you? And we had a bit of a discussion. And what caught my ear straight away mm. is I'd seen something through Gareth's social media that there was a guy that was crazy something. enough that was doing yeah. these monthly challenges, something that I thought I could do last year before my, my health came into question, of doing mm. something crazy every month differently. And I'd seen yep. you skydiving. You had walked for 24 hours or 100-kilometer yeah. walk yeah. and everything else. So... Josh, yeah. firstly, welcome. It's crazy. Welcome to the show. Um, thanks so much for being here today. Yeah, no, thank you for having me. Yeah, there's, I mean, that chat that we had was very, just, I, I, you know, those kind of things. Yeah. You just have a chat with that person. And then I found with us, it just got deeper and <laughs> really? deeper. It just progressed. I was like, okay, I can see with this guy. We'll probably have some pretty good chats. Yeah. So I was 100% spot on. Yeah. No, that's awesome. <laughs> so take the, the listeners that are listening and watching today at the moment. Talk us through that initial thing about you doing this monthly challenges and why that started yeah. and reasons behind it. Yeah, so if you haven't heard of a guy called David Goggins, give him a search. I mean, he'll change your <laughs> if life. If you haven't heard of David Goggins, you're not allowed to watch this show. So find <laughs> the <country> right. <laughs> yeah, There we go. It's come up plenty of times and yeah. you should bloody know who yes. David yeah, Goggins Watch is. David Goggins. <laughs> Take this as the, the final warning. Warning, yeah. <clears throat> So David Goggins, I came across him from Joe Rogan podcast, yep. Joe Rogan, big fan. I think he does a great job and especially on the YouTube series mm -hmm. discussing philosophies, ideas, things that you never thought existed. One, one example being the, uh, documentation of the Nazis escape in Germany and going to, I believe it was, where'd they go? I think they went to Chile. And they were had whole villages mm -hmm. in the Chilean mountains that are all German. Yeah. German is the native tongue. So watch some Joe Rogan podcasts. But <laughs> on that, I, there was a guy, Jesse Itzer, yep. probably pronounced that wrong. And he went and did a walk. Uh, actually, it wasn't a walk. He was in a team, yep. four people or so. And each person had to run a mile. Yep. And one mile, next team member, a mile, a mile. 24 hours, yep. how far can the team go? And there was a guy there, David Goggins, yeah. no teammates. And he just ran. He just wanted to take everybody on <laughs> and to, yeah, outrun them. And Jesse was in this place where he, he was in a rut. He yep. had to get out of it. And afterwards, he contacted David Goggins. and was like, look, whatever you got going on yep. to do something like that, I want some of that in my I life. want that Kool-Aid. I want that Kool-Aid. Yeah, yeah, give me some of that. Like, you found something in <laughs> life that not many people have. Yep. You crazy. So met up with him and ended with him inviting David Goggins to live with him for 30 days. Whatever you got going on, teach mm. me it. And for every day for 30 days, he did something absolutely horrible. Yep. If it was raining, they'll go for a run. There was a weather warning. Great. <laughs> go for a run. <laughs> um, jump in the ice lake, yeah. uh, sauna, burpee tests in the middle of a meeting. And this dude's very high up. From that, I wanted some of that. I wanted, same as Jesse, Jesse wanted some of that, I want some of that. And David Goggins, start looking to him, he says, to go through physical pain, mm -hmm. you achieve mental growth. Yep. Building calluses, as you do on your hands from, from weights, calluses on the mind. And my good friend, Oliver Such, was like, look, let's do something. Mm -hmm. And we came up with a 100 kilometer walk. 
with no training months notice so <laughs> that that's where it came yeah. from and yeah that, and it's life-changing <laughs> yeah because you guys i mean i looked at some, some of the social media if you go into josh and he'll give you his handles later on um you can see some of the photos you guys just mapped out a route uh, locally yeah. within um, Auckland obviously at the moment and yeah. when we were talk, when I was speaking to Josh and just met him at, and it was quite a funny moment you guys got lost yes. on your own 100k route yes. now look at you did a 10k run you did a 20k run by all means 1k or half a k loss is not going to change your world right you're doing a 100k walk and you get lost that that's going to hurt like a bitch <laughs> so the timing of it was so bad as well where so we, as, as you mentioned, we made up the route. There's, you might have heard of the Oxfam. Oxfam is 100k walk. It's done once four, a year yep, or run. Four, four team members. Yeah, and you had to raise a certain amount of money and so on. Well, we were like, well, a lot of people can say they did the Oxfam, but who said they could do this? So we we're like, <laughs> we just made one up. So if you're familiar with the Auckland region, we went from Gulf Harbour's Shakespeare Regional Park to Browns Bay. Browns Bay to Devonport, Devonport to Hobsonville, got lost. And Hobsonville was about, I think that was about 2 a.m. So we've been up, we started 9 a.m. It's now 2 a.m. from walking, got lost, had to maps it. The maps, this is a funny thing, the maps took us the most hilly way. Oh, it was the wrong horrific. Oh, it was bad. And then went to Teatatu and from Teatatu to Mount Eden. 100 k's. Yeah, and under 24 hours. Well so done. a lot of people questioned, which was a lot of fun. People questioned, you know, you can't walk 100K without training. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is going to be fun, this right? This is going to be great. Yeah, bitch, I'm going to do it, please. Yeah, and then we said, okay, not only that, we're doing it in 24 hours. And we did it and it worked out. It was like 23 hours and 41 minutes. Yeah. Awesome. with a few hiccups yeah, that was, that's, that's a story for a more private time yeah <laughs> it was pretty brutal oh man i can it's, that's crazy you know and then straight away i think it was was that end of the last year that's the timing for that one that was when was that I, yeah i think it was about question. it was six it was, it was six, definitely six or nine months ago and then I saw again, then you wanted to go do something that petrified you, jumped well, over an airplane. Yeah. So after doing that 100K, yeah. we found afterwards, I, and absolutely invincible, physically mm. broken, but uh, beyond broken, I'd yep. say. There's some funny videos of that. But mentally, yep. I, like, don't take me on. I'm, I'll take you out. Yep. Like I can do anything. Yep. From that, I was like, well, that feeling's not going to stay. Mm-hmm. It's going to go as you start getting comfortable into everyday life, you, the same surroundings. Right. So if we did something once a month, then that's going to continue that, that frame of mind. Yep. So the following month we did, we just got in the car at 3am. It's a bit of a story here. I'll try and keep <laughs> it concise or I will keep it concise. We got up 3am in Auckland, Yep. A month, exactly a month later, we drove to Mount Maunganui. We got there for the sunrise. Mm-hmm. And we had McDonald's at about 4 a.m. Healthy. Very nutritious. Yeah. <laughs> Straight into it, right? Healthy. From there, we were like, right, what are we going to do? Yeah. And if you're familiar with the Mount Maunganui, Mount Maunganui area, I was like, well, let's go to Pathamoa. Mm-hmm. Let's walk along the beach from Pathamoa to Mount Maunganui. Mm-hmm. After we get to the mount, we'll go up and down the mount twice. We'll yeah. then go around it. And then walk back along the beach path mile where the car's parked. I'm getting tired thinking about it. <laughs> well, so we were thinking, so this, this was an interesting thought process. We've already walked a hundred kilometers. Yeah. This is nowhere near a hundred. It wasn't even half easy. We could do that. Yes. It's on the beach, which makes it hard to walk on. Yes. It's up and down a mountain, mm-hmm. but what if we did it with no food? Mm-hmm. And we came up with that when the plan, when we got from path mile to the mount, we'll stop and get food. And I was like, well, it's not. Let's not. It's Based true. on that 4 a.m. meal, let's do the whole thing. And it was so much harder than the 100K. Because there's no, there's no supplements, there's no nothing. energy, nothing, right? Nothing. And we were drinking water. We're not that crazy. <laughs> but um, when we got to Pathmore, uh, Mount Marango Beach, going to walk back, I was like, I'm over this. <laughs> and at the 100K, I never had that. Yep. I never had that moment of I'm over it. And... That walking back, it was now sunny. It started off raining. Mm-hmm. It's now sunny. And you're walking on the surface. Your ankles are not happy with you. Nothing's happy with you in fairness, but especially the ankles. And everybody around you is having fun. 
And you're hating it. And you're in this absolute pain. My back's sore. You're hungry. And there's no support crew. It's just us. We don't know anybody else down mm. there. And we're walking on the beach. And everybody around you is with their family. They're laughing. They're in the beach. They're jumping in the water. Yep. There's dogs running around. People walking with friends. And with it being a beach and the curve, you actually cannot see the finish. You yep. think you see it. Mm-hmm. You get there. No. It's around the corner. That really messes with your head. And then the month later, we did a skydive. And I hate, I hate heights. <laughs> yeah. How was that? Best experience of my best, life. Best rush? Best I've, experience I still, I still want to jump out. It's definitely on my it's definitely on my list to do and as well to, um, to get out of the plane. And I can imagine. I, I've actually <clears> gone <throat> twice and got cancelled on the tarmac. I've actually walked up to the plane um, oh. as part of an event, local event. They want to throw me out and, to jump into the event two years in a row and after the second year of it happening i said no that's it for, for like mentally yeah because you literally go to the plane climb in and they're like sorry the weather's too bad and you just like oh so prepared you know and then i said no i'll wait a few more years can i that. um can i propose a public call out of setting a date when you're gonna do it like <laughs> right now how about this we'll discuss a date offline off the podcast um, but i'll agree on it the reason why we, we can't set a date right now on the live session. I've got to make sure I pay attention to my house. Yes, that's what so, I'm dealing with. So how about we say the next six months Done. before um, autumn next year, which Done. is, what's it, March, somewhere around there? Yes. Yes. So yep. before March 2020, myself and Josh Done. and whoever else is crazy enough want to come and join us. How about we do a shout out to Gareth? Yes. Say, Gareth Edwards, the better entrepreneur. You can come and join us. You can't not get can, out of this one. Can. You, you can. are joining, You're joining us, us as well. Anyone else in Auckland that would love to come and join us, let's do the session, right? We jump out of, uh, we can go I'm locally. So, oh, my heart's <laughs> Oh, goodness. So, yeah, there we go. Great. So, obviously, you know, you got <clears throat> through that moment as well. Yeah. Um, through this whole process, me learning a lot more about Josh and everything else, I noticed that over the last couple of months, Josh was... You know, trying to push on his social media, just talking about looking at oneself and one um, one's inner self and mental strength as well. Um, doing really mm. good sessions, and then it was recently as well that you went in from you went a weekend retreat, like yes. a de technology or untechnology retreat, yes. to find oneself, um, which was great. And I can see, and I can see from that moment of when you've gotten back, your direction has changed and your focus mm. has changed, and what you're yeah. trying to achieve. In yourself and in the world has definitely changed from that moment so yeah. take the listeners through the end reason why you wanted to go do that or if it was yeah. just a, a, a whim yeah. and then what was that moment yes so I I've always said this philosophy and why should I go through the hard yards in terms of learning and failing learning failing learning mm-hmm. failing when you can have a coach a mentor who's been there and done it yep. and they can guide you and from that, I've, I've had my, I have my own coach business, mm-hmm. but also mindset. Yep. A lot of people, they may have a business coach and they grow, but mentally, do you have somebody looking out for your family through that process? Mm-hmm. Ensuring that you're keeping that balance, ensuring that you're, because you're very vulnerable when you are in that environment and having somebody who's there to account for your fears, mm-hmm. account for what will come up internally that's a game changer so i've yeah i've had a coach for since april this year my self growth mm-hmm. has been huge yep. like incredible and the retreat was part of that mm-hmm. of that process where it was myself and one other as part of the the group coaching and he took us through self discovery setting our goals and i can't go into the detail of the things that we did oh. but the whole process was vegetarian for the whole thing Mm -hmm. i'm a carnivore (laughs) i was a carnivore um which he's pleased i've made some change but that i I felt incredible from Mm -hmm. that and that that's i'm still processing that one i was working on that dilemma right and i want my meat (laughs) yeah literally right and but also the no technology and i had clients and we'll get into the business side Mm -hmm. soon i'm sure but i had clients my biggest client going live Mm-hmm. that weekend and i had agreed no, no technology. technology at all fortunate to have a, a great team member who yeah. was there and it all went fine but getting towards that disconnect was great and as you're mentioning around that that direction that self-learning 
far more connected and you'll learn I'm very into energy, soul, all of that. I was incredibly connected to who I see as my higher self, my, yep. my 10 out of 10, my mm. best version of me, mm. um, my soul. And from that, I've been able to direct concisely focused and go yep. without the distractions interfering. And that's changed everything. And interestingly, you bring it up. I, um, I may or may not be on another retreat this weekend. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I know I can definitely, like I said, is you, you went to that retreat, you know, I was, I was following you, seeing anything you're doing before. And, but, uh, but to me across what you were tuned at that moment, from what I've seen six or eight months that I've been following and look back is that was a light switch moment in your path and yourself, you know, you've, you did that. You just recently came back from Australia where you did the uh, two day workshop with Grant Cardone Cardo and you went over that space. And I think you were at Sydney Harbour Bridge doing the walk meditation, right? Yes. Watching him do a walk meditation, find himself and find the focus wherever else is just slightly distracting everything. Yes. And I could see through all the noise and the world out there doing it, you're keeping true to yourself and keeping true to oneself and your inner self as well, which is great to see. I and I know that. you are trying to keep that as a strong point for yourself going forward because yeah. your strength will come if you've got bigger internal strength. Right? Yeah, and very well observed, very well observed. <laughs> I do my research. <laughs> <laughs> and like that comes back to something that I'm very passionate about around every, everybody's different and everybody, I feel like everybody knows that, but in being different, do you know your energy sources? Do you know what makes you feel like you can conquer anything? Mm -hmm. And once you identify those things, as long as you do those every day, you'll feel pretty, yeah. oh, I can completely feel. I'll, I'll challenge you on one word. I don't like the word different. You are unique. unique. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. You are yourself and only you. Yes. So there we go. Yeah. With different is uh, sometimes seen as a negative word, yes. depending on who you're talking to in the perspective. And a lot of what I challenge people is, is their understanding perspective because they usually get out of line of what they think something is. So yeah. you're unique no, in yourself. So I would yeah. use that word to you, yeah. whether you want to use it to yourself oh, or not. I've got it locked in. You, you heard me come back on it. Yeah. <laughs> so there we go. It's great. Um, as Josh was saying before, um, there's a business side to what, you, what you're achieving in your direction that you're pushing going at the moment. Yeah. Um, Josh has a company called Chatbots, yeah. correct? That's your company that you've been doing for, I don't actually know the life of Chatbots, but I do know that you were working on Chatbots as a side business. Yes. It had been for quite a period of time. Yep. You had a primary job that's yep. really well, a decent, not decent, really well-paying primary job. And Josh was brave, strong enough, and uh, bold enough to say, I'm going to back my business and I am going to walk away from safety and comfort zone yep. and going to say, I'm going to go down the path of, I'm going to 150% back my new business, my new brand and my new direction. Don't know the future. Don't have have certain amount of customers sign up. Don't have the financial freedom that I have currently. So stepping yep. back, multiple <laughs> financial years, you could say per se, and security right. perspectives as well. Yep. Um, by going that direction. But firstly, I yep. take my hat off for oh, being bold enough to take on that challenge. Yeah. You know. So yeah. Talk us through that dilemma. I know you've got a post as well on social media about yes. making that decision yep. in the dark, in the car, publicly Very, saying, yep. talking about it. Yeah. I mean, that whole process, especially say like that financial side going from, as you mentioned, very well, a good, good position to I've, I've never earned that. List <laughs> um, and as context, so chatbots started with a good friend of mine, of mine, Giles. Him and I started that business together, which must have been about two and a half years ago. And then I had another opportunity to come mm -hmm. up as another business. And then I went over there and then I had something else, went over there and then came back to this mm -hmm. after seeing more clearly the opportunity. And I don't know what that difference was. I don't know what made me identify, really see what the opportunity What itself? Yes. I think, well, checkpots. Let's take it a step back first to explain yeah. to the people that are listening fundamentally. I understand yeah. what chatbots is. A, lot. Yeah. a third of the people listening will understand what chatbots is. Give us a basic understanding yeah. of what chatbots <clears throat> is and where we would see the yeah. implementation currently today. Yeah. So currently, everybody knows email marketing. 
email marketing a good open rate i.e how many people actually read your your message is about 20.81 percent now click-through rate is 3.57 percent and that's i mean those statistics are yep. not incredible facebook posts you get about 8.1 percent reach you got a thousand likes yep. 80 people see it with chatbots we utilize facebook messenger now the difference is as we, we were coordinating me coming here yep we're talking on facebook messenger that's where everybody's attention is <laughs> so companies can actually build a subscriber base on facebook Correct. messenger and then broadcast out to that audience open rates we've had some companies get 100 percent 99.74 percent 90 percent consistently so that's where it's brand new technology and taking the leap into it because I can see the potential. And and to, and to take another step, is it just directly messaging or is it actually interaction and AI sitting behind it yep. that gives the, hey, I'm so-and-so or I'm a brand messaging <clears throat> you. Yes. Um, I've got a couple of big pages I follow that has underlying chatbots yep. or the technology that sits behind it. Yep. So they send you a, a deal or product and depending on the options you pick, there's interaction yep. between each messaging format. Right? Yeah, so like if, if every, you send an email out to 10,000 people, mm -hmm. you get 1% respond to that, yep. that's 100 emails. Yep. I really put my math out there on display, but hopefully <laughs> that's right. And then <laughs> take off a few zeros. So that's a lot of manual resource yep. to respond. What we're doing, as you mentioned, when you reply, it's automated. So that's where the kind of chatbot yep. AI comes in. So there's that immediate communication, yep. immediate customer service. And I mean, we live in a world where I want answers when Instantly. I want them Instantly. based on me, yep. not when somebody else is ready. Yep. And I, it's like, bitch, please, I ain't going to wait five hours for you yeah. to respond to me. I yeah. message you back, uh, you know, it doesn't yeah. matter. If I message Barack Obama, he better message me back now, right? Now, yes, sir. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> and that's where this technology allows that, that's built yeah. in that smart, right? So there's interaction between the customer or whoever's building the relationship and it's real time and they feel there is something behind it or yeah. there's... there's Honest, not honesty, but they get the, res the response they need. And I'm yes. guessing underlined with that is the evolution of making sure that you guys get this, gets reviewed, gets evolved, that yes. it gets more answers and better there's, answers as it goes across. Yeah, right? there's the, uh, I mean, it's definitely not easy to do it yourself. It took me a long time to even learn how to do it, but there's the best practice. There's yeah. definitely, uh, you, yeah. and I basically, if you, if you break best practice, Facebook, doesn't, doesn't like, like it, it. Yep. and there's implications. Yep. So yeah, it can get very, very technical around, it's conversational marketing, yep. which you can be careful with. Yeah, so yeah. so as we said, you that's the product, you made the decision, step yeah. away from security and safety, and everything that tells you, stay there, launch yeah. that, and transition over when it's the yeah. right space, and you said well, no, how that. The whole world tells you kind of to stay, you know, get a corporate job, grow the corporate ladder, security all that stuff exactly <laughs> right oh. but there's to that point there's also i think it's important to mention not everybody's cut out to be an entrepreneur correct not everybody's there it's it's like We've, it's not made yeah correct i yeah. truly believe, I believe that entrepreneurs are not made you can be taught to understand, to learn a skill and to be good in social media and to do good on Instagram because it's an algorithm and yeah. it's statistics and it's analytics that sit behind it and a photo done this way and a photo done that way it's would kind change of black it. And white. Yeah, correct, and it can be managed. But an entrepreneur itself or true entrepreneur, I and challenge me yeah. and tell me I'm talking shit but cannot necessarily be taught. It's it's built into our blood, into our bones and everything else. These days, there's still days where I truly believe I actually am not an entrepreneur myself, even though I've launched multiple companies, some have done decent, some haven't, mm. and I sort of think myself as not as a true one. I just think myself as pushing the boundaries some yeah, stages. Yeah, and I'll add to that around, so say like if you're number 10 at, an, at a company and you're growing with them, yep. if that's, kind of who you are, you'll be far happier doing that. You mm -hmm. could be trained to be an entrepreneur, mm -hmm. but if you're trained, most of the time it's not organically the environment your body, mm -hmm. your soul is happy in. So perhaps it could be trained, but then it all, I mean, over, so, and we'll go into this, I'm, mindfulness is huge for me. Mm -hmm. It could be a smooth transition, there we go. But in terms of what we want from life, ideally, I know for me, it's happiness. Yep. And I want to do what makes me happy, what makes me feel empowered, what makes me feel strong. And naturally for me, from what I'm finding, 
that is the entrepreneurial route. Yeah. Um, that is the, as I said, I love my challenges. And mm-hmm. um, there's nothing I think more challenging than that. And of course, family issues and things like that too also yep. come up. Yeah, I mean, you know, you talk about happiness, <clears throat> and it's. I spoke to someone. I've met up with someone uh, this week. Um, that's hopefully be on the show on actually in about three or four days time. And we spoke about the understanding of not just you spoke about the level of happiness, but the level of success as well, right? And it's, yep. this is a real fluid um, terminology and depending on where you ask what it is, right? What is yep. happiness? Our happiness is I come home to a family and kids that love me and mm-hmm. dogs that love me and, you know, I can crack open yep. a beer. Yeah, that's happiness to some people. To other people, is happiness is because I've got eight zeros, you know, behind a one in a bank account. Again, I don't know if that is that person. Yes, by all means, but I wouldn't say yeah. necessarily for happiness for myself. And yeah. as you said, mindfulness and inner strength is a big thing. With people who talk about is understanding what is actually happiness to yourself, understanding what is yeah. happiness to you, understanding yeah. what is happiness to myself, and then chase that Absolutely. and build around that, yes. right? And not what society is telling you, like mm-hmm. entrepreneurship, and I'm. It's this niche you, and funky and it's cool at the moment. And, yeah. You know, this, this, all of this is an entrepreneurship. So people are going yeah. to say, hey, you're calling bullshit because you're calling bullshit on other people, but I'm doing it. I'm yeah. doing it because I want to do it and it's because I like to do it. It's not yeah. saying this is calling me a success. Yeah. But what I'm saying is this is what makes me happy and I'm doing and, it. And if it's success, it comes from it, so be yeah, it. Exactly. And that's where it's done from a, a genuine, authentic place. Mm-hmm. I think that's where it comes to. I mean, entrepreneurship we've had 10 years of sustained growth in the economy mm-hmm. and therefore being an entrepreneur has kind of grown to be this cool thing. And yeah. um, from that, everybody's kind of jumping into it and that's where I'm kind of showing a little bit how much Gary Vee I watch. But, um, <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> I think a lot of people are guilty of that. But from that, when times do get tough, how do those people respond? And I think that will be where there could be a cleaning of the system. Next 12 to 18 months, depending on what your opinions are, and I'm not, I won't get into politics because I won't get into economics. I don't touch those spaces anyway. Yeah. But the next 12 yeah. to 18 months, it's going to be interesting in and around. You know, we were the true people that can stand up and handle yeah. uh, depression, recession, correction, and anything like that. But yeah. it is, you know, like you said, you listen to a lot of Gary Vee, brings out a, a few insights. Mm. Go into a little bit into that Gary Vee. Both of us are big Gary Vee fans. Uh, you, you went and saw over in Australia, NAC, again, yep. Michael Lane, big shout out. Um, I saw the one in Auckland. And I was listening to saw a post the other day on Gary where someone had a challenge to him saying, 12 months ago, he said this, right? Produce content, 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 content as much. For example, then now in 12 months later, he's... He's now changing his direction around the content or how to do it and how to deliver it and go to TikTok and go to LinkedIn yeah. and a, a few other things and a few underlying changes. What's your thoughts for yourself mm-hmm. and what you considered and what you taught before is around Gary Vee, and we'll get a little bit into Gary Vee, which is quite interesting, is yeah. he seems to, to change every six to 12 months what he's saying. Yes. Is it because he's just changing with what the war's changing or do you think he actually knows correctly? He's like, he, end of the day, he's a human being. Mm-hmm. He's going based on what he is seeing. And of course, the more information you gather, that changes. Mm-hmm. And you make different decisions. And he's ultimately been trying to predict the future. And nobody can do that. Mm-hmm. And he's very open around. So, a statistic on Gary Vee, he was offered the opportunity to invest in Uber very early on. Correct. Three times. Three, two times. Either way, he said no to all of them. Yeah. But what he's seeing is shifts in attention as mm-hmm. the underlying basis on yep. what he's promoting to do. So in terms of the current things, are definitely TikTok and LinkedIn, yeah, yeah. Um, because that's where more attention is gravitating towards. Or it's cheaper from an organic reach point of view. This is also true. So TikTok has a good viral component to yep. the platform. And LinkedIn is showing more and more tendencies of what Facebook used to be. And LinkedIn used to be very professional, like very, very professional. That's shifting big time. Yeah, I put a lot of my, I put all of this content gets linked into it. And, um, and definitely 10 years ago, I couldn't put a link to these, the 
these episodes because I'm cussing a few words and I'm saying shit and all the rest of the stuff and LinkedIn will go, no, there's no possible way you can do that. No. It's definitely softened, but yes. it's keeping, I, I do still like it as a platform because it, it still keeps honesty and it's about business yes. and, it, and I'm not being sold and I'm not seeing crap yeah. that people are just yeah. putting up there. LinkedIn still has its tone. It's yeah. just in terms of what is allowed is shifting. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think bringing it back to your question around where Gary Vee's kind of that change is these these platforms technology is very quick mm-hmm. and people's behavior does change i mean from sudden events yep. and that's through exposure and awareness so on linkedin is people see certain content they then post more of that content that grows and reach exponentially and now the platform shifts um tiktok as well it's definitely the younger audience like i had never heard of it which really <laughs> kind of made me feel <laughs> dated um <laughs> However, people's children are that all about TikTok. Like yep. we were all about Facebook, mm-hmm. and that's been a very quick, or fast MySpace. development. MySpace, my, oh, Bebo, mate. Bebo, Bebo with the top sixteen <laughs> friends. That was. That's how you got you got unfriended from the top oh. 15, 16 friends. Yeah. Oh. Yes, you see the people that sold. They sold Bebo. And they bought it, yeah, massively up, and then yeah, just bought it back. As you said, <laughs> real low, yeah. as you can imagine. Yeah. yeah, but so it's yeah, it's t- a totally an interesting space. Mm-hmm. So um, about the different platforms mm-hmm. and things are seen of where attention goes these days. Yes. So you know, going coming around to chatbots, you're talking about Facebook yep. through Messenger platform. Does it provide yep. technology in any other Messenger platform, or is it only Messenger based? Currently, Facebook Messenger is the only platform with the API open, so you can't do too much if they've locked down the yep. whole thing. What I'm expecting in terms of that industry, where a lot of companies mm-hmm. say, say even LinkedIn, mm-hmm. Instagram with the the inbox or the DM, um, sliding they, the DM. Yeah, that's the one. So actually, that's how I met my last girlfriend. That's another <laughs> thing. I'm an open book. You get used to it. So they are. I believe they're all looking to see how Facebook manages. That whole platform. business, yeah. And I can tell you now, it's very intense. The number of changes we're going through. Yep. Previously, from, the, from the technology itself and the uh, rules. The rules. So yep. they don't want to. Everybody has seen email. You mm. know that. Like how, how many unread emails you got, and um, and then they're trying to implant the other folder and stuff like that. Facebook Messenger and Facebook do not want it to become that. Yeah. So they're putting rules in place now. Previously, twelve months ago, I could send any message out to my audience. So long as it wasn't promotional, mm-hmm. like buy this, buy this, buy this. Mm-hmm. If you do that, you're out. Now it has to fit within certain things. So previously it was anything but mm-hmm. promotional. Yep. Now it needs to be this. And then they've just restricted that even further. Mm-hmm. So in terms of coming back to around jumping into the business full time, that's one of those things. And the you need that inner belief that you can do anything. And with that, especially on somebody else's platform, I can respond to any changes that are made. Yep. So through these challenges, I've built my mindset up to that point of if somebody else can make money doing it mm-hmm. and build a business, oh, I, I can. If yep. they can, I can do mm-hmm. it better. And where's your most, your, the main platform or customer base you're looking for? Is it New Zealand based or is it overseas based anywhere at the moment? Anywhere. So yep. I've got customers in London. Mm-hmm. I mean, it can't get more of a difficult time zone than that. <laughs> yeah. um, so customer in London, Australia, Bali. So yeah. it really is anywhere. The kind of the best suit is where you've got a lot of traffic. You already have a lot of traffic. You've come in with a successful business <clears throat> and then you can directly correlate it to yep. depending on what the ticket item is at the end, right? Whether exactly. It's on purchase of a service or on purchase of a product yeah. or, or coming back and so it's forth. Even, it's even things, so say the you're mentioning around the AI, it can be where you get a lot of website traffic and you've got the website chat. Yep. Now we can automate the conversation as messenger mm-hmm. on your website. Then people get the information immediately the difference for businesses, if previously you need to get the email address, your phone yeah. number, to contact them. Well, they're now subscribed to Messenger. So they go to the website, they ask these questions. When they leave, you can still contact them. Yeah. And we can automate that. Mm-hmm. So it's around, did you find what you're looking for mm-hmm. on the website? Uh, so there's a lot of spaces around the opportunities. It's definitely easiest to just sit down and I can just tell you about the tech, learn yep. about your business and say it's going to work or it's not. Yep. Sometimes it doesn't work. Definitely. It is. It's, an, it's such an interesting space of where we're going into of to closing deals or closing products with what the businesses yeah. are doing these days that things are instant and, <clears throat> um, and in it. But it also comes down to the dilemma of 
And I can imagine this is a question that you need to be controlled on my data, right? Yes. Okay, underline data. Let's, let's, yep. let's get down into that let's level, right? One. So my personal data, what it means and how you're controlling that, right? Yes. Yeah. So is it that you have to follow the compliance within Facebook and therefore you're good? Or is there built in within your own business uh, underlying compliance of Yep. securing the data and personal data. Yes, so you definitely have to follow Facebook policy. Since you're on their platform, mm -hmm. then you are in line with what they need to be meeting from yep. a security compliance standpoint. Yep. The next step is around the your or my client and the business. Mm -hmm. What rules do you have in place? So GDPR, and if, if you yep. don't know about it, you may not even need to know about it, but in that space, it's always asking permission. Yep. And that's where a lot of, like as I said, people can learn to use the tech, yep. However, the best practice is another totally service we come in around, do you even want to be contacted? What do yeah. you want to be heard about? What do you want to happen? So I mean, it's all about the, the person. Oh, totally. And then, I mean, there's different things going into really deep underground, you know, technology and compliance. You've got people's personal dollar that needs to be either hashed or saved on different databases and depending yeah. when it gets sourced and outsourced and transferred, how many times it gets hashed and... The bit, uh, the bit. This man knows what. Talk my language, yeah. Uh, yeah and the security of protocols and everything else. I've been two years in security in, in large yeah. companies, yeah. corporations, and doing compliance pieces. So understanding those challenges, it's and I can easy, imagine eh? yeah, it's not <laughs> easy at all. Cool. Um, because it takes one wrong step of someone doing it for one person's lucky enough you know, building up relationships. No, you make one, whoopsie, it's, it's okay. Sorry, mate, yeah. you know. But you go into large American companies and one John Smith somewhere out in, you know, Wisconsin, yeah. he's one person's name gets out on an email at the bottom indirectly and you yeah. screwed, right? Because yeah. breach of, uh, or yeah. uh, data breach and so forth. And the large companies yeah. are going through a lot of that space at the moment. And it's definitely the, uh, this is where it comes to the public voice is the mm. strongest thing in, in the world. Yeah. I mean, the public voice can manipulate and, well, not, not manipulate, that's the wrong word, but yeah. we are who they are trying to please. Mm -hmm. And if we're unhappy and we make a lot of noise about that, yep. it shifts it. And this comes back to what I was talking about earlier on around coaches, mentors, people you can go to. This stuff, you, you don't just go and learn it and implement you have somebody there yeah. who's been there and done it. Because as you said, it only takes one person. So say last night, my coach coordinated a Dragon's Den pitch. Yep, I saw that. And if you've seen Dragon's Den or Shark Tank, it, it's intense. So I was pitching chatbots mm. and, and just it's getting feedback on yep. how well I can communicate what my company does. And seven dragons the there. Did I quote, did I get investment? No, um, this was, this is definitely a different yeah. context, but I'm definitely well prepared now for that opportunity. Mm. And the variety of questions, huge. And to have a network such as I have yep. them to get those questions from them as opposed to the end client, yep. that's, that's priceless. So big recommendation is definitely get somebody in your corner who you can learn from that aligns with who you are as a person as well as where you want to go in life. I totally agree with that. It's a big thing these days. And uh, I think it's Ty, it was, I think Ty Lopez at the moment. I look yep. a lot of him and, and he's one of his number one rules is get a mentor. Get a mentor that is where you are in 20 years time. Some yep. might get that guy in your corner where you've got to pay him, you've got to bribe him, fuck it, I don't give a shit. Because he's going to give you 20 years of experience and show you how to get to that within five years. Yeah. He's going to give you all the tips, the tricks and the changes yeah. from a business wise, but also fundamentally that is what a coach and a mentor does in your personal life and yeah. yourself at the moment. So and and if you don't mind, I'll add to that around if you need to admire them as a person as well. If you take out all of their success, all the things they've achieved, mm -hmm. admire that person and their tone how they hold themselves, how they treat other people as an actual individual, because ultimately a coach, yes, they can give you the answers and you need to do this, this, this mm -hmm. to grow. However, a real coach helps you to find out, and this is my belief, a real coach helps you find who you are within yourself to grow. The knowledge is all Direct. within and they help that to come out. They don't just say this, 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 this. Mm -hmm. um, they can guide that and advise, but... They need to help you grow. So having you connect with them as a person, yep. like my coach is incredibly spiritual, meditates an hour a day mm -hmm. at least, and really looks after himself mentally. 
And that's something that I absolutely love because if you're mentally happy, the rest just works. Yeah, it, it is an interesting one. I totally, I totally agree with you um, in that sense. But there will also be a space on the on the other side of the spectrum where people go, I just want to follow those steps, right? Yep. This guy said this, and and I'm going to follow those steps. I'm, I'll work hard and everything else. Yeah. But it's whether I fundamentally agree that that person is a like-minded person like me. Yeah. You build that relationship, but you yes. can sometimes see it in business where guys build a mentor. But in the, the day, am I going to call him for a beer for a Friday? No, not likely. If you're down that space yep. and that's where you're going to get caught out yes. when you're in a dark moment and go, Hey mate, I need to step up. This is not part of our normal weekly call. It's not a part of this. I don't want you to charge me fucking five grand for this one hour call. I need a, just a small second of your time yep. just to give me through a challenge. And, yep. and if, if you've bonded correctly and you have that relationship that you're talking yep. about, yeah. that's where they will step up yes. but if you go on the other spectrum no they won't and you need to set that intention from the beginning as well if you're wanting like i was wanting somebody not just to guide me through business but guide me through life because yeah. if i can understand life i'll be far happier again coming back to that time do you believe they're the same person do you believe the same person can do both areas i believe the like for instance i mean this will probably answer the question i have about 10 people I can turn to. Mm -hmm. So in terms of like everybody has their specialty Yeah. for that coach in particular, it's definitely more life and then helping me at this stage grow the business. Yeah. However, I have other coaches where they have 20, 30, actually one of them has over a hundred million dollar business. Mm -hmm. When I'm at that stage, yep. he's the one to talk to. Mm -hmm. So you find where you are in your journey, which again, somebody can help you with that and then see who's best to go and speak to. And most coaches will say, or even somebody successful, I'm not the right person for that, yep. but I can introduce you to who is. Yep. And a great thing we're doing at the moment is I'm hoping to have it in the next uh, sort of month to two months is through this podcast series is I'm opening up some doors for some people that are interested um, around life coaching, uh, motivation coaching um, program as well. Mm -hmm. I'm bringing on a big brand that will support um, the people that want to get into the into those areas or want to talk to some people. So at yeah. the moment, I'm going through my own journey uh, with Jolyn Swarford Coaching, Jolyn Swarford that has been on the show before. And I'm hoping to, in the sort of, like I said, in six or eight weeks' time, opening up some doors so if listeners want to actually speak uh, to the likes of Jolyn and find out some direction around their life as well as in different areas in the business, uh, it'll be a great stepping stone in yeah. that space. So if you're listening now and it's something yeah. what we're talking about at the moment, is something that is of interest to you, we'd love to learn a little bit more, please put a comment, message or anything or just hit me up and I'll send through some details around that as well. Yeah. But it, it is a nuanced space, a modern space at the moment to be, be able to say, hey, I've got three mentors, I've got five more mentors and this person's helping out that. We're three, four, five years ago, it was only the top execs yeah. because it's more achievable in New Zealand and there's more people around in the small yep. country of actually helping out and and we spoke about mm. earlier before the show a lot of what we do we, we do for honesty and we do for Completely. rawness and realness right yes. so people yep. are willing to help us because we're not here just to clip a ticket or make yeah. money yeah and a lot of those top people if you're coming and saying I just want to build a massive business yeah may not resonate um, yeah. I mean I know my coach he wouldn't work with me unless I had a greater purpose a mm. greater goal for the world and that he resonated with that if that's not there yeah and it's also about energy exertion i mean they they want to give out that time but only for like, something that connects with them yep because it is two way it's you got you got you got to relate to people you know going back to the very beginning part of the actual episode got to relate to people myself and josh didn't know each other you know and yeah. went up to him just to uh, speaking to him and we learned so much from each other mm. and it's the same thing i was actually thinking about it earlier today before yeah. the episode of challenging people when you're in situations um at parties at events or just gone out somewhere in the coffee shop and you by yourself we're with a couple of friends but you find yourself wondering or looking around or something like that is go up to people and introduce yourself and talk yeah. and see what's going on because one out of ten people there'll be something there Yes. Whether there's a knowledge transfer, there's a friendship that is building, there's something that comes from that, definitely that will happen um, one out of 10 times, I believe yeah. so, or if not more. Yeah. And it's at that stage is where you see real things happening, real sparks yeah. happening and um, information going across the two different people, just like we did ourselves. Yeah. And without having 
that's without doing that or being brave enough to have that discussion to say, hey, this I'm me, who are you, and why are we here? Yeah. It's the same sort of thing in business or in uh, Facebook, Instagram. A lot of the people that's on the show that fundamentally are reached out and said, this is me, this is what I'm doing, do you want to come on the show as well and do it? And one out of 10 people have said yes. So do that yeah. in your life as well because you only improve yourself by bringing people that sync with you um, in your same sort of vibe, you know, and benefit your life. A big piece towards that. So two things, being very open. Mm-hmm. So what I was hearing from that is you're very, this is me. Yeah. And when you're very, and again, like these challenges as a result in that retreat, mm. incredibly confident in who I am. So that's where I can say I'm very into my spiritual side. I'm very into energy. Take it or leave it. But when you put that out there and somebody's like, yes, mm-hmm. that connection that you have is huge like this. Um, the other side is, say, if you aren't incredibly, say, confident in approaching people, there's certain techniques that I read one last week that I thought was absolutely genius. So at networking events and pieces like that, there are times when people are most scared because I mean, most people, if you're at a networking event, mm-hmm. you're kind of like, I'm going to go do it. But there's that little bit of, mm-hmm. oh, how's this going to go? If you identify when those most scared times are, then you be the person to break, to break that. Yeah. Then they like you, scientifically proven, yeah. they like you a lot more than if it was just a three days in up randomly. Three hours, yeah. um, so one of those is when, when you're there and you get your drink from the bar, when you turn around, that's when the moment comes of, is there going to be somebody to talk to? How am I going to go out? Because mm-hmm. now I'm just here with a drink. But if you're stood there and strategically, <laughs> you somebody t- grabs that drink, turns around and you say, oh, you tried that? Yeah, I'm trying to decide which drink should I get. And they say, oh, no, I haven't. I'm like, okay, give it a go and mm-hmm. so on. Immediately you're connecting. You say, oh, I'll just grab my drink and then how about, you know, have let's get to have a chat. So there are things that you can do which make it actually incredibly easy to have those conversations. Especially at those events, you know, fundamentally people at those events to build networks or to build relationships and everything else. It's just, you know, yeah. get into that stepping stone. It's funny, it makes me think of when we went to day one, UPW, Tony Robbins, two years ago. Yeah. The first day you walk into the massive event, there's 12,000 people. Um, Joseph McClendon, Joseph McClendon third actually, um, talks about this on the second day. And it's, okay. um, you say everyone's walking through 12,000, everyone's looking around going, oh shit, there's so many people. Yeah. You don't want to say hi to anyone, you know, it's just really... Just it's all really weird in that and you do the whole day and then on the second day when everyone's coming in everyone's walking through doors like fuck i'm here you know what's yeah, up yeah, yeah. high five and it's loud just that you're loud yeah. and proud and it's because that's that moment so it's literally getting through that first that first breakthrough moment yes. and then align a person the other people around it to get to that place where they're happy and yeah. and, and build the relationship and the contacts and it's yeah a great point you're talking about being at the bar when someone's going for a drink to break the ice at that stage yeah and there's, there's tons of those and i mean we live in a world where if i have a question i just go on google and i can search that up yep. so really it might sound harsh but there really aren't many excuses <laughs> you can go and find the information out and we live in a great time where a lot of people want to share this information like mm-hmm. the whole reason i'm on here is sharing my journey and stuff that Hopefully, I can inspire somebody to go and do something that will help them grow, help them make a bold move. Yeah. Um, and bold moves is what grow you as a person and help you towards hyper growth too. Yeah. Um, yeah. So as we get into the sort of the end of the episode, I think I'm looking over and it's already Jeez, almost 15. Really quickly. <laughs> I think it's cl- I think it's like 45 or 50 minutes or yeah. something. Ready. Is there anything you wanted to just cover off right at the end? Anything about yourself, your journey, your brand, chatbots before we all come to an end point. a real a deep purpose of mine so one i've i think you may you may or may not know so i've nearly finished writing a book on the techniques that help have helped me to be happy mm-hmm. basically um it's scientifically proven you can through regular exercises you can change your brain's makeup towards being happier mm-hmm. now in all in all theories with the stuff that my family's been through, mm-hmm. which I think we'll probably talk about more after, but mm-hmm. in all that, there's no way I should be where I am. Yeah. And there's no way I should be happy, that's for sure. Um, I mean, yeah, tons of stuff. But if you if you want to know more about that, you can just reach out. Yep. I, I am open, but maybe not on this forum. But through that, 
you can do things to be happy even though the whole world is going right. you, you, the world has been against you but you can still be happy so that would be like my biggest message and in terms of achieving that i can i can help that's one of the areas that is that's my long game that is my mm -hmm. long game of happiness being taught in schools whether it's in the school or just to the youth yep. is the general goal yeah and talking of you know, talking about happiness being taught, we um, we spoke to Charlie De Haas based out in Mount Manganui, um, about four, three or four podcasts before, mm. and she was talking about also in the school something we're not taught about is failure, right? So, so learning uh, how to handle success. You're talking about being happiness. Where do you see in your education of happiness? Yes. Would you see an underlying line of how to handle or overcome failure? Oh, definitely. You need to have that perspective of, I've just, I've had a blessing and I can now raise my game. Mm -hmm. That's not going to happen to me again. The old me, that was going to happen mm -hmm. and it did. Whereas now, I know it's not going to. The other is being able to, I mean being able to, deciding. And there's a big lesson in trying versus just doing. Yep. Trying takes up a lot of energy. It's on the list for later and so on. That's an energy leak. Whereas if you just decide, I'm doing this, yep. done. And for me, that was, I'm gonna look at everything positive, done. <laughs> so whenever there was those failures, and I've, I've had tons, as I think everybody has, mm. you, need, you need to. That's just fact, you actually need to go through that. And with a positive frame of mind, it's that connection of, cool, I've just upgraded, mm -hmm. I've gone up a level. Every time there's a failure, I've grown, I've grown, I've grown. And through that, that comes towards the happiness place of when there's a failure, I as a person have improved. Yep. That's a good thing. Mm -hmm. That makes Correct. me happy because you are and who you are no matter what. Like in terms of you look at Bill Gates, although he's had all the success, who is, who is he at this exact moment and what are his habits? The habits is what continues growth. Mm -hmm. If you've had great success but don't continue the habits, so it's in who you are. And only through failure can you actually get there. That's great. I think that's a great point to end off on the show today, yeah. Josh, and thank you so much. Uh, before great. we get to it, as always, I do, um, please um, let our listeners and our viewers know where they can get hand, uh, get hold of you, yeah. uh, what your social handles are. Yeah. Um, just let them know. The Instagram's definitely my, my main area. Regular stories, you caught me doing one before. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's just Josh underscore Luthwaite. That's Josh underscore with um, But you're welcome just to add me on Facebook as well, uh, on Messenger of all things. Just Joshua Luthwaite. Last name stands out like a sore thumb. I'm sure we'll put spelling up. <laughs> yeah. So, no, the handles all go out um, as part of the, when I release it out anyway. So, don't worry, I'll let everyone know. And just to end it off again, Josh, thanks so much for coming on and having your say thanks today. So much, um, and to everyone else listening, thanks again for coming over to the Wolf of Queen Street on the audio. If you listen on uh, podcast at the moment, thank you so much. And if you're on YouTube, uh, please make sure you put a like and a comment. I need to help me grow this platform so people can listen to our message uh, as well on LinkedIn, Facebook, and across Instagram. You know where to find us. And anyway, have a powerful day. Chat to you soon.